Day 7 of the Novena to the Holy Spirit With quotes from John Paul II's encyclical, Dominum et Vivificantem The most complete sacramental expression of the departure of Christ through the mystery of the cross and resurrection is the Eucharist. In every celebration of the Eucharist, his coming, his salvific presence, is sacramentally realized in the sacrifice and in communion. It is accomplished by the power of the Holy Spirit as part of his own mission. Through the Eucharist, the Holy Spirit accomplishes that strengthening of the inner man spoken of in the letter to the Ephesians. Through the Eucharist, individuals and communities, by the action of the paraclete counsellor, learn to discover the divine sense of human life, as spoken of by the council. That sense whereby Jesus Christ fully reveals man to man himself, suggesting a certain likeness between the union of the divine persons and the union of God's children in truth and charity. This union is expressed and made real especially through the Eucharist, in which man shares in the sacrifice of Christ, which this celebration actualizes, and he also learns to find himself through a gift of himself, through communion with God and with others, his brothers and sisters. If the Church is the sacrament of intimate union with God, she is such in Jesus Christ, in whom this same union is accomplished as a salvific reality, she is such in Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit. The fullness of the salvific reality, which is Christ in history, extends in a sacramental way in the power of the Spirit, Paraclete. In this way, the Holy Spirit is another counsellor, or new counsellor, because through his action the good news takes shape in human minds and hearts, and extends through history. In all this, it is the Holy Spirit who gives life. Vatican II adds that the Church is a sacrament of the unity of all mankind. Obviously, it is a question of the unity which the human race, which in itself is differentiated in various ways, has from God and in God. This unity has its roots in the mystery of creation and acquires a new dimension in the mystery of the redemption, which is ordered to universal salvation. Since God wishes all men to be saved, and to come to the knowledge of the truth. The redemption includes all humanity, and in a certain way, all of creation. In the same universal dimension of redemption, the Holy Spirit is acting, by virtue of the departure of Christ. Therefore the Church, rooted through her own mystery in the Trinitarian plan of salvation, with good reason regards herself as the sacrament of the unity of the whole human race. She knows that she is such through the power of the Holy Spirit, of which power she is a sign and instrument in the fulfilment of God's salvific plan. In this way, the condescension of the infinite Trinitarian love is brought about. God, who is infinite Spirit, comes close to the visible world. The Triune God communicates himself to man in the Holy Spirit from the beginning through his image and likeness. Under the action of the same Spirit, 
man and through him the created world, which has been redeemed by Christ, draw near to their ultimate destinies in God. The Church is a sacrament, that is, sign and instrument, of this coming together of the two poles of creation and redemption, God and man. She strives to restore and strengthen the unity at the very roots of the human race, and the relationship of communion that man has with God as his Creator, Lord and Redeemer. This is a truth which on the basis of the Council's teaching we can meditate on, explain and apply in all the fullness of its meaning in this phase of transition from the second to the third Christian millennium. And we rejoice to realize ever more clearly that within the work carried out by the Church in the history of salvation, which is part of the history of humanity, the Holy Spirit is present and at work. He who with the breath of divine life permeates man's earthly pilgrimage and causes all creation, all history, to flow together to its ultimate end in the infinite ocean of God. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit and we shall be recreated and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. O God, who instructs the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us and the same Spirit to be always truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Renew your wonders in this our day as by our new Pentecost. Grant to your Church that, being of one mind and steadfast in prayer with Mary the Mother of Jesus and following the lead of Blessed Peter, it may advance the reign of our Divine Saviour, the reign of truth and justice, the reign of love and peace. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, come and renew the face of the earth. Come with your seven gifts, Spirit of life. Come, Spirit of communion and love. The Church and the world need you. Come, Holy Spirit, and make ever more fruitful the charisms you have bestowed on us. Amen. Remember, O most loving Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection implored thy help or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee do I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. <laughs>